My name is Fitz, and I'm the CEO of the Fitz Group. I'm glad you've chosen to listen to this week's excerpt from our weekly builder's call. This call is designed to help you move beyond personal sales and into building a business in the insurance industry. On one end of the income spectrum, we've helped a ton of agents make an additional $50,000 a year in override income on top of their sales income. And on the other end of the spectrum, we've helped a number of leaders make in excess of $1 million annually through the development of the override income into a business. And now, on to today's lesson. Today's training. All right. Today's training is definitely, definitely not a new training. Um, <laughs> every year about this year, I start, about this time rather, I start talking about this and, and really uh, hoping that uh, conversations, individual coaching conversations I'm having are going to be uh, centered around this. But we're going to start talking about goals. Um, it is the end of one year, the beginning of a new year. This is always the time of year where I start uh, thinking through my goals. Um, I sent it to the with one. Oh, oh, okay. I'll uh, I'll add that later. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and do it. Let me. Let me that was Rocio. Sorry, Rocio. Yell team with zeros across. All right. We just, broke it. we just broke a record. Now we just broke it again. All right, let's start over. <laughs> uh, today's training uh, is definitely not a new training, uh, not something that's uh, new today. I didn't just create it last night. Uh, every year about this year, <laughs> I messed it up. Every year about this time. Uh, I, uh, I start thinking about my own goals and I know, uh, that as I'm having coaching conversations, I'm talking to others about their goals. Uh, it's the end of one year, the beginning of a new year. It's time for a little bit of reflection on what happened this year. Maybe you just got started with us this year and, uh, you just got your feet underneath you and you, and you start to move forward, or maybe you've been with us for a decade or more. Uh, and, and maybe you had a great year and fully excited about what happened. Uh, or maybe, maybe this year sucked. Um, you know, maybe that's what, maybe that's the case for you. I know, uh, like it's easy to even see growth and feel like the year sucked. So, uh, what I do at this time of year, right, right around Thanksgiving, between Thanksgiving and Christmas, I am really, um, uh, during my, uh, non talking hours <laughs> when I'm not talking to people, uh, so late at night or early in the morning, I'm reviewing numbers. I'm reviewing, okay, what were the goals I had last year? What are the goals? Uh, and, and based on that, how'd I do? Did I do well? Did I come up short? Like I, I can get to the end of the year and feel like, man, it's not been a great year, but I look at the numbers and we grew 15% this year. I'll take 15% growth every year. Uh, it's better than 12. <laughs> you know, I've had 300% growth. I wish we had that this year, but, but we didn't. We had 15% and, and, and I'm okay with that. Now, what do I need to do for next year to make that even better? And, 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 and because um, there are people in the organization that I lead, I like to talk to them about their goals. And did it go well? Did it not go well? Let's face facts. Let's don't feel, uh, let's face facts. But I want to help you reach your goals for the new year. Uh, so every year about this time, I, uh, I talk about goals. And individually, I like having the conversations about goals. Uh, but uh, we're going to start off today talking about 10 steps to goal setting. Um, there's, there's, there's always people on this call. There's always people I'm teaching goal setting to that have never had a goal set in their life. They've never set a goal in their life. They have no idea how to do it. Um, and I was, I'm a goal oriented person. 
uh, but I would set a goal like, uh, you know, as a kid, well, I'm going to run this fast in the 40-yard dash, or I have a goal of hitting all A's. Uh, but I didn't have uh, some sort of systematic process in place as a kid uh, uh, on goal setting. I've always been goal-oriented, always, my whole life, as long as I can remember. Uh, but uh, over the years, I developed, for me, kind of a process that I go through in establishing my goals. Um, and I, I want to teach that to you. Now, there are some great resources out there when it comes to goal setting. Uh, Brian Tracy's book, Goals, <laughs> what's the book about? Uh, his subtitle there is How to Get Everything You Want Faster Than You Ever Thought Possible. This is a tremendous resource, has been a tremendous resource for me uh, in coming up with, with my goals and how I come up with my goals. Uh, another great book, Success, The Glenn Bland Method, uh, How to Set Goals and Make Plans That Actually Work. Um, what I have found over the years is, is people will set too ambitious of a goal in, in, in too short of a time. We really overestimate how much we can accomplish in a day, but we underestimate how much we can accomplish in a year. Um, and so um, I, 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 I want to walk you through my process, and it comes from these books. It's, I, didn't, I didn't make this up on my own. I, I like to give credit where credit is due, uh, but this is the process that I follow every year in establishing my goals for the new year. So here's the 10 steps to goal setting. Step one, start by making an inventory of your dreams, the things you want to have, do, be, and share. There are no limits. Write down everything, work, family, relationship, mental, emotional, social, material, and physical goals you want to achieve. So let your brain run wild. This should not be, when you're doing, when you're doing this first step, when you're taking an inventory of your dreams and the things you want to have, do, be, and share, when you're doing that, this is not a 15-second exercise. This is not a 30-second exercise, not even a minute exercise. You need to take, set a timer, and, and for, for 10 minutes, just write everything. Uh, we recently did this uh, at an event where uh, Diane Lampy uh, led the room in this for five minutes, and just for five minutes, uh, and it's funny, like I, I, I felt myself, I was, I was running through the list of, of all the dreams and the things I want to have or do or be and share. I just, started, I just started writing. And after about a minute, I was done. And she's like, okay, it's been a minute. You got four minutes left. I was like, four minutes left? What else am I going to write down? And so I just, I just started, I kept writing. It doesn't, nobody's going to look at this. It's for your purposes don't I'm not going to ask to see it uh, you, you don't have to, you don't have to show this this first step you don't have to show this to anybody your spouse your kids you don't have to show that um, you know and I say spouse and kids this is also great to kind of go through as a family but I'm, I'm teaching individual anything you do individually you can go through it with your family maybe maybe they have goals maybe as a family you have goals for the new year but but you just start by writing everything down all of your dreams like Listen, one of the things I always write down whenever I'm doing this is I write down, I want to go to the moon. <laughs> Ever since I was a kid, I've wanted to go to the moon. I just think it'd be cool to sit on the moon and look back at the earth. That, that picture that we've all seen of the earth, I want to see that myself, like in, in person, not a picture. So I write that down. But, you know, when I was a kid, uh, I had people like just, just stomping on that idea. You can't be an astronaut. You can't go to the moon. You know, nobody's going to the moon anymore. Nobody, no, nobody does that. And and, uh, and then you know, I started, I got glasses and they're like, you definitely can't be an astronaut now. You got bad vision. And, yeah, I, and as a kid, all of that stuff happens to us. And, and as an adult, you know, we stop dreaming because we've been told that we can't have it, whatever it is. But you can. <laughs> 
You can have it. I want you to, to, to write down this inventory, start this list just with anything and everything that you can possibly think of. Nothing is off limits. Every, write down everything, okay? Now, step two, go over the list and estimate when you can realistically reach those goals. Prioritize them and decide which you'll work on first. So uh, going to the moon is, is, is maybe a, 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 a 10 to 20 year goal, <laughs> right? Like that's not a goal I'm gonna shoot for next year. Uh, that's, that's, not, that's not one I'm gonna push and that's not gonna be a priority. You're, you're not gonna see at the end of this 10 steps, you're not gonna see uh, go to the moon on my list of goals. You're not gonna see it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it off. But it is a long-term goal, it's just not an immediate goal that I'm working on over the next 90 days or the next year. So you're gonna go over your list of all the dreams, that, everything that you wrote down, uh, and estimate when you can realistically reach those goals. Look, if, if, and be realistic, don't lie to yourself. That's the one, I mean, I'm not a fan of lying in general, but the one person you just can't lie to is yourself. So if your goal in, in, in 2019 is to make a million dollars, but you've never made 10,000 in a year, a million may be a bit ambitious, right? Maybe, maybe, maybe that's one that's a, a two to five year goal, not a one year goal, right? So as you're going through, be realistic about things. Um, talking with an agent the other day, in the first month out, they wanna make $20,000 and they've never made uh, $5,000 in a month and they wanna make 20 their first month with us, not ever having done what we've done, not, not ever having sold insurance, period, and they wanna make 20,000 their first month, like I'm talking that person off the ledge because they're setting themselves up to fail. So as you're going through this, it's imperative that you are realistic um, with, uh, with when you think you could reach those goals. Um, I, don't, I don't wanna say you can't make a million dollars next year if you've never made you know, money in your life. I'm not, I'm not saying that, I'm just saying, don't set yourself up for failure. Maybe your goal next year, if you've never made 50,000 in a year, maybe your goal is 50,000 next year. If you've never made 100,000 in a year, but you've made over 50, maybe your goal is 100. You know, maybe you've never been on one of these trips that we go on, like we're going to Paris this next year. I think the next trip is the Alaskan cruise, it seems like. So <clears throat> maybe your goal is to qualify for that trip if you've never qualified. So go over the list and estimate when you can realistically reach those goals. Step three, select your four most important goals. List the reasons these are important to you and why they excite you. The reasons are more important than the objective. So a lot of times when I, I'll read that again. Select your four most important goals. List the reasons these are important to you and why they excite you. The reasons are more important than the objective. Uh, whenever I'm working with somebody on their in-home presentation, if somebody is running a bunch of appointments and not closing very many of them, I first try to identify what are they saying on the phone, uh, but ultimately it's probably something they're doing in the home. And if you're not making sales, this is just a, a side sales tip. If you're not making sales in a home, it's very, it's, it's very realistic that you're not uncovering their emotion and you're not uncovering their why of buying this life insurance. And if you are uncovering their why, you're not emotionally attaching them to it. You're not getting their emotions attached to it. Like uh, how many people, how many people say when you run an appointment, you know, why am I here? Well, I, you, I, I just want to make sure if anything happens to me that, that she's taken care of. And a lot of people in the in-home presentation just accept that as a great reason uh, of why to sell them insurance but they're not emotionally attached to that. I mean, what they just said was really vague. You're concerned if something happens to you, what does that mean? You wanna make sure she's taken care of like a mob hit? You want us to take, knock, take her out? Like, what do you, you've gotta define that and get, get very 
clear with the wording behind it. And that is how you sell life insurance is, is not just uncovering the why, but getting them to be emotionally attached to it. It's, it's not enough guys. Listen, it's not enough to write down four goals. That's not enough. You need to emotionally connect to them. You're not going to work hard for a goal that you're not emotionally connected to. You're just not. So you need to select your four most important goals and list the reasons those goals are important to you and why they excite you. These reasons are more important than the objective. Okay, step four, write down how you will feel when you achieve each goal. Be specific, describe what you will see and hear. Uh, one of my favorite stories, though I, I hate the team, you know, NC State is, is, is I, I grew up, NC State was my, my school's rival. But, but, but NC State basketball coach Jim Valvano, won the, they won the national championship in 1983. That year during the season, at the end of practice, so when you win a national championship in basketball, uh, in college basketball, at the end of the game, you cut down the nets and all the players get a piece of the net, right? So it's, it's a big tradition at the end of winning the national championship. Well, uh, every practice, at the end of practice, the coach had the players rehearse cutting down the nets. They, 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 the whole season, there was no reason why they should anticipate that they would win the national championship, but they made it part of their practice so that they, they envisioned, they didn't imagine themselves in the struggle of the games. They imagined themselves on the other side of that struggle, having gone through it successfully. That's huge because if you can't picture yourself there, you won't get through here. If you can't picture yourself on the other side, you can't figure out how to get to the other side. So it's not enough to write down uh, why these things excite you. You've got to take it one step further and write down how you're going to feel when you hit that goal. This is big. And, and, and you can start diving into reading a whole bunch of psychology stuff, or you can just trust this, but psychologically it works. You have Olympic champions talking about it all the time and professional athletes that talk about it all the time of, of, of going through the, the mental role play of what it's going to be like when they're standing up there and they get that gold medal or they're handed the trophy. You, you, you gotta, you gotta be detailed with this. This is all important. And listen, it's not important that you just think about it. Some people say, yeah, I thought about it. Ah, yeah, I talked to my wife about this. You've got to write it down. I remember John Maxwell years ago said, when you, when you have to have a hard conversation with somebody, write it down first because it crystallizes your thoughts. Now they're, they're tangible. It's not just in your brain. It's on paper, and you can see it, and you can read it, and that, that takes it to a whole nother level, okay? Step five, list all the reasons you can achieve these goals this year. What do you have going for you? What character traits, what friends, financial, resources, education, time, energy, et cetera. Take inventory of your strengths, skills, and tools. List all the reasons that, that, you, that you can achieve this this year. Well, you know what? I can hit that new income goal because this year I figured out the dialing and my, my phone script is good. My in-home presentation is great. I'm great at getting referrals. I'm great at getting green sheets and selling annuities and IULs. That's why I can make a quarter million dollars this year, okay? Take an inventory of your strengths, skills, and tools. Write it all down. Write, this is a writing exercise. Write it all down. And then step six, now you're going to go through and describe the specific attributes that will help you reach your goals. Maybe you need time management, discipline, organization. Maybe, maybe those are things that are needed 
to accomplish those goals. Now compare your, your, the, the list on six to five. The list of the reasons you can achieve these goals, the skills that you already have in five, compare that to the skills that are needed to accomplish these goals. That's, that's the list in step six. So you're comparing the list in five to the list in six. What do you already have to achieve these goals and what are you going to need to achieve these goals? You're gonna find a lot of times that you've got what you need. Sometimes when you compare that, you're gonna, you're gonna look through the, the list of what you've got, you're gonna look through the list of what you need and you're gonna realize you don't have what you need. That's a problem. If you don't have what you need to accomplish these goals, Take the initiative to improve what you've got. Because I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. I just like that video. You don't want to belittle yourself in this. If you don't, if you, if there are skills that you don't have that you need to accomplish your goals, don't put yourself down about it. Well, I'm just an idiot. No, I go with Stuart Smalley here and say, you know, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, doggone it, people like me. It's not, you're not going through here saying, well, you know, I, I need, I want to make a quarter million dollars and I'm good at the phone, but I just don't have the discipline to make the dials every week. Because uh, I'm, and, and stop there. Don't go, I'm just, I'm just terrible at, at discipline. I'm just, I, I never, I never do things right. I, I'm constantly talking to my oldest about this. My oldest child is, is very much into absolutes. Like that never goes my way. Or I always feel this, it's never, like he does those absolutes. And I go, listen, son, those aren't, what you're stating aren't absolutes. You're, you, sometimes, yeah, your effort wasn't good enough, but you don't always fail, <laughs> right? Sometimes you win. Let's remember that. So as you're going through this, don't belittle yourself. Remember Stuart Smalley, okay? Number seven, seventh step. Write down the things that prevent you from already having the goals you desire. We want many things, but lack of action usually prevents us from having them. We must know what we need to overcome and have a step-by-step -step plan for action. Write down the things that prevent you from already having the goals you desire. So you've got these goals, you've got these dreams, you've got these things you want to accomplish. What has kept you from that so far? Because, because if, you, if, that, if nothing changes, then nothing's going to change. Well, what's kept me from achieving these goals is I haven't, I, you know what, I could have made a quarter million this year, but I just didn't run enough production. I didn't, and why didn't I? Well, because I didn't, I didn't buy enough leads. Okay, well, now we need a step-by-step -step plan for action of maybe you need to buy more leads or maybe you need to get better at referrals so that you can go achieve that income goal. So write down the things that prevent you from already having the goals you desire. Step eight. Hope this is helping you guys. Step eight. This is this is what I do every year. I follow these. I, I, I wrote them. Down, I wrote down these steps, and I, and 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 I pull the sheet out, and I go through these steps, and I, I'm filling it out on paper myself. This is what I do this time of year. Step eight. Take time now to work out your plan to overcome obstacles and achieve your goals. Ask yourself, what would I have to do first to accomplish this? What can I do to change the things that prevent me from having it now? So last step, you're going through and 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 looking at why you don't have these things yet. Well, now you're going to take time to work out a plan to overcome those obstacles and achieve your goals. Step nine, establish some role models. They can be people from your life or top achievers. Write down three to five names of people who have realized what you want to achieve. Write down the qualities and behaviors that made them successful, then call them or write them. 
if you're going to have a role model, it can't just be somebody that you observe from a distance. I believe that you should engage with people who are where you want to be or have gone through what you're about to go through. <coughs> maybe that person isn't necessarily ultimately where you want to be, but maybe they can give you some insight into getting you to the next place. You know, I want to leave Dallas and drive West and go to California. Maybe I'm talking to somebody who hasn't necessarily been to California, but they have been to Lubbock, Texas. They have been to El Paso. And so they know how to get that far. That's, that's fine. Uh, three to five. Well, sometimes you can't come up with three to five, one or two. I mean, you, you need somebody that, that, that can be a role model for you and can help you get there and can, can pass on to you what they've learned in their process. And last night we had a call with the leaders uh, that those who are on that, that, that our team leaderboard and Heather made the comment, look, all we're hoping to do, all Heather and I really in our heart of hearts that we're trying to do for you is pass on our experiences. We want to pass on to you what's worked. We want to pass on to you what hasn't. Like we tried that. It didn't work. We tried this and it worked great and we keep doing it. That's, you need role models that can do that for you. Maybe I'm one of them, but I'm just one. Maybe, maybe your upline's on this call too and that, there's two, but you, you get a few. What I've, what I've come to understand in my own life is that if I am, am receiving homogenized feedback, meaning feedback that's only coming from one source, then I'm not always going to see the whole picture. I, I'm, I'm a big believer in, in, in having friends and, and, and having mentors who aren't just like me and, and who I'm not going to end up being just like, but I'm hoping that they can they can uh, help gain some perspective. So as you're going through this list, okay, if you're going through this list and your goal is to make 250,000 this year in, in the new year, don't say my role model is somebody who's $250,000 and agrees with my political beliefs. <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'm, I wanna talk to somebody, I want a role model who's made a quarter of a million and we share the same religious beliefs. Don't, don't qualify it. Your goal is 250,000 then find somebody who's done that. They can be somebody who leads you, who guides you, who gives you advice, who gives you counsel. Okay, step 10. Take a few minutes to give yourself credit for goals you have already accomplished and write them down. These could be at work, marriage, home, family, whatever. Don't hesitate to give yourself credit for things already done. You deserve it. You deserve the credit for the things you've done. Okay, so this year you had some goals that you didn't hit. Give yourself credit for what you did do though. Hey, I had a goal of making 250,000 this year. I only made 150. Don't be down about that. You, you made 150. You know how many people don't make 150,000? Okay, so give yourself some credit. Give yourself a break. I have found in my life that I have to choose the victories that are out there. I have to choose it. I don't know if I said this on the call because I think it just happened on Thursday night, but uh, my second son, uh, Zachary, uh, had a soccer game this last Thursday night and in his league, uh, his division, they're, they're in fifth place out of 10 teams, and, and they played the first place team. The first place team has outscored their competitors eight to one. <laughs> eight to one. And Zachary's team lost seven nothing. So I was, <laughs> out at the end of the game, I was talking to some of the dads. I was like, hey, this is, this is a pretty good victory. And they're like, how do you, how do you, I mean, victory, we just lost seven nothing. What crack are you smoking? I said, well, this team outscores their competitors eight one, nine to one. I mean, it's like over eight to one. We only lost by seven. Like, that's, that's pretty good. I mean, a lot of their competitors, I mean, it, look, this is, and they're like, man, you really are a silver lining kind of guy, aren't you? I said, yeah. I mean, 
they're, they're getting beat 9-1 nine, nine other teams, and we only got beat 7 nothing. That's pretty good, I'd say. I like it. <laughs> they're like, man, you're not right in the head. What, that's what I do. I choose to find the victories, right? Like, we weren't going to beat that team. We weren't going to beat that team, not in a million years. We could play that game 100 times, and we're not going to win once. That's how good the other team was, for sure. I don't know why they're in our league. But you got to choose the victories where you found them. So maybe you got beat this year, but you're not defeated. There's a difference. Don't be defeated. Okay, so I'm going to give you a little homework assignment for next week. Some of you guys have done this each year for the last two or three years. I want you to do it again. Because next week we're going to talk about grit. I'm not going to describe it right now today. But, but I'm going to give you a 12-item grit scale. Now, uh, if you want to write these down or do screenshots, I'm going through it. That's fine. Uh, but I will send this out on Slack today. Uh, it, and it's not going to be right after the call necessarily. But today I will send out the 12-item grit scale. It's going to be a spreadsheet. You just go in and, and, and select the answers. And then when you do, save it and send it back to me. Um, okay, so here's the questions. Be honest. There are no right or wrong answers. Uh, and I'll explain all of this next week. I'm not setting you up for something. If you've been through this before, it's always interesting to see how, how things have changed over the last year. I like doing this too. So let's go through it. Number one. So you're going to, the, the, the statement is, I have overcome setbacks to conquer an important challenge. That's the statement. Now, what, how, do you, how do you feel about that? It, very much like you, mostly like you, somewhat like you, not much like you, not like you at all. Okay, so, so those who are on the call and not watching, I, I just, I, I'm going to send this out. But the first one is, I have overcome setbacks to conquer an important challenge. Very much like you, mostly, somewhat, not much like you at all, or not like you at all. So not much like me or not like me at all. Those are the last two. Okay, those are the five choices on every one of these questions. Number two. New ideas and projects sometimes distract me from previous ones. New ideas and projects sometimes distract me from previous ones. Answer quick. You don't, you don't need to sit and deliberate on this. This, should, this, this 12 item test shouldn't take you, you know, more than five minutes at the most. Again, is that very much like you, mostly like you, somewhat like you, not much like you, or not like you at all? Number three, my interests change from year to year. My interests change from year to year. Again, those five choices, very much, mostly, somewhat, not much, or not like me at all. Number four, setbacks don't discourage me. Setbacks don't discourage me. Number five, I have obsessed with a certain idea or project for a short time, but later lost interest. I have been obsessed with a certain idea or project for a short time, but later lost interest. Number six, I am a hard worker. I am a hard worker. Very much, mostly, somewhat, not much, not like me at all. Again, the five choices. Number seven, I often set a goal, but later choose to pursue a different one. I often set a goal, but later choose to pursue a different one. Again, be honest. And when you send these to me, I'm not broadcasting. I'm not put it out there on Slack and say, hey, here's, here's where this person is. I'm not, I'm, there's no, this is all about uh, identifying where you're at. Be honest with yourself. There's no right or wrong answer. Number eight, I have difficulty maintaining my focus on projects that take more than a few months to complete. I have difficulty maintaining my focus on projects that take more than a few months to complete. Number nine, I finish whatever I begin. 
I finish whatever I begin. Very much like me, mostly like me, somewhat like me, not much like me, not like me at all. Number 10, I have achieved a goal that took years of work. I have achieved a goal that took years of work. Very much, mostly, somewhat, not much, not like me at all. I have achieved a goal that took years of work. Number 11, I become interested in new pursuits every few months. I become interested in new pursuits every few months. Very much, mostly, somewhat, not much, not like me at all. Number 12, I am diligent. I am diligent. Very much, mostly, somewhat, not much, not like me at all. Okay, 12 item grit scale. Um, if you're listening to this later, <laughs> uh, shoot me a, an email or a, a Slack and just say, hey, uh, I'd love to get that, that, uh, <coughs> that assessment. It's on a spreadsheet I put together. Uh, what I'll do uh, if you're listening to this live, I'm, uh, later today I'll send this out on Slack where you can uh, save the Excel spreadsheet onto your computer, take the test, save it, send it to me. Uh, it'll, it'll add up your score for you, uh, but uh, send it to me and I'd love to have conversation with you about it later. Uh, on how you scored and uh, and what we can do uh, to improve the score even. All right, so that's it for today. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with the Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.